How is it going? Welcome to Legacy Respawn Podcast, your weekly source of video game news, reviews, and impressions. My name is Andrew, and joining me virtually is the fibrous one, the apex out, Jacob. Uh, hello. Every time. I didn't know you switched it. Yeah, I had to switch it because, uh, I don't know, it was like a thing with like timer was going off saying, hey, you know, we use this given name and I needed to uh, assign you a new one. Uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> Helps me keep track of who I am from day to day. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, like, who is he talking to? Like, uh, is that me? <laughs> like, is fibrous even a word? What is that? You know, I think all that auto corrected for that when I typed it, so it has to be something. So if, you left it. If, like, it yeah, they knew. if the context is right, I don't know. <laughs> but I, I plugged it in there and I was like, oh, that sounds good. That's what it's getting. Like fibrous. And it, it like makes you think of like bamboo or something. I don't know. Yeah. I jumped well, towards the fiber one commercials where Granny would get on there and be like, oh, I really need my fiber. <laughs> he's so sweet oh oh <laughs> i don't know about that if you see fiber one and put it in your drink it's just like this thick powder real thick powder well once again you might as well just take it and dump that whole bucket in the toilet because that's where it's going anyway <laughs> it's a nice little thick drink huh mm, yeah yeah, smack the back of your throat when it gets in there. <laughs> really sticks. That's how you know it's that good fiber. <laughs> well, that's a that's a great way to start the show. Thought so. Yeah. Yeah. I know there was something the other day. You told me something that that was it's the most ridiculous thing, and I'm trying to think what it was. Mm. What was it? Oh, it's about that cleaning the cleaning product. That's, that's, that's what it was. <laughs> the house smells of it today because that's all we've been using. Just trying oh, to get rid of it. You went back to it. Yeah, just trying to get rid of it. <laughs> so let's so get everybody on. can get an idea of it. Yeah, it's <laughs> a. Oh, uh, it's a it's a multi surface, multi surface cleaner, but the scent is pumpkin spice. You know, you had me on the the, the multi surface cleaner sounds phenomenal. Uh, you know, let's let's put this on all of our surfaces. They're all spick and span, you know. Mm. But then you smack that, uh, you smack the pumpkin spice in there, and I don't, I don't know, what, I don't know what that makes the the fluid at that point, you know. Can't remember what I told you because I'm pretty sure I said the bad part is it actually cleans off everything really good. It doesn't yeah. leave a residue, except <laughs> for his awful smelling pumpkin spice. Yeah, and yeah, it's a little, uh, a little premature of the season as well. Uh, a little pumpkin spice yeah. in the air already. I don't, I don't think we're uh, at the day and age where that's acceptable yet. <laughs> we've, not, we've not advanced that far. It's like, uh, and you know, I think they really need to draw a line. Like, where is pumpkin spice acceptable, and where is it not acceptable? And it's like, I don't need, like, I'm, I'm sure at this point you can get candles. And like the the fragrance uh, oils and all that stuff's probably pumpkin the spice already. Warmers. Yeah, if you if you really want pumpkin spice like that bad, like let's just put it in those, and uh, you can indulge in the in the aromas from days on end. 
But when you want to clean your house, I want to I want to smell chemical. I want I want to feel like the brain cells are starting to dissipate of how clean the house smells afterwards. And I don't know if pumpkin spice is gonna is gonna get me there. I don't think it's gonna get me there. You want your whatever you're cleaning to smell like you're at a public pool. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know, you, you ever walk into like a public bathroom and like a, like a like a clean public bathroom? And like yeah. the, the bleach smell is so strong. Like when you get out, it just it burned out like whatever your smell receptors are. Like you can't smell <laughs> yeah. afterwards. <laughs> they basically uh, they don't use any type of watered down cleaner. It's just dumping bleach all over every <laughs> just spot <laughs> in that whole bathroom. <laughs> Sloshing the bleach everywhere. <laughs> Put it in the soap dispenser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the soles of your shoes are, are bleach white. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're you're walking on socks by the time you get out of the bathroom because <laughs> you lost lost your your soul in your shoe. Oh my god! And your soul in general. That's just soul in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Leave just, it all behind. In the- it's brutal. It's like when you open that tablet thing for the chlorine for your pool, and it just mm. smacks you in the face. Like <laughs> that almost killed me too. I was like, dear <laughs> god. You get a, a deep breath of that, and you probably got like mustard gas or something growing in there. I was over there trying to shove it in my little a little turtle floater that dispenses them. <laughs> over there crying, I had to mask up and put some gloves on. It's it's brutal. And we got like I was in Breaking Bad. Yeah, I'm like what's that guy doing in his backyard? <laughs> He's obviously trying to hide his crystal meth in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> the only option. Yeah, I was just trying to put it in that little turtle floater that hangs out in the pool. <laughs> Little turtle floater hides your drugs in the pool. <laughs> hey, would you mind getting me some of that crystal meth out of that pool, would you? <laughs> uh, oh, this is a video games podcast, by the way. Did you know? <laughs> you had to put a warning at the front of it. Be like, all things are not true. There was not actually crystal meth. It was just chlorine yeah, tablets. <laughs> you'll see uh, those special units, uh, uh, special force units guys can pull up. I'll need that today. You know, with a DEA, those guys come in with their black jackets and the big letters on the back. The turtles in the back. The turtles in the back. <laughs> <laughs> they fool and arrest a floating turtle out of your pool. <laughs> he had it coming. And stop resisting. <laughs> sir, it's, it's, I said it's, stop resisting. Inanimate objects, sir. <laughs> Gosh. Anyways. <laughs> well, I'm sure you didn't come here to hear about that. Uh, that whole slew of stuff, but a promise we, didn't we got. Even know we wanted to. <laughs> we got. We yeah. We, I don't even know where that came from. Quite honestly, oh, I do want to apologize for your your pumpkin spice uh, conundrum though. I hope it all is well mm-hmm. over there. You'll probably start smelling it soon. Mm, it's just gonna leak down the neighborhood through the mic. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have video game news, and we got plenty of it today. But first. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Legacy Respawn. And don't forget to check us out on Patreon.com slash Legacy Respawn, where you can support the show, get some extra content. And we got a bunch of stuff today. We got a bunch of release dates for Halo Infinite. Uh, uh, yeah, a bunch of release dates just for one game. No, I'm just kidding. All the release dates for Halo Infinite. <laughs> a bunch of uh, release dates. We got Halo Infinite, Saints Row, Horizon, Forbidden West, and that Lego Star Wars Skywalker uh, Saga Edition thing. That's about been coming time. out about, you know, coming out for, uh, what, two years, three years? At least <laughs> since the since what, the movie, the last movie? 
Yeah, that was. No, like, it was. It was before that. Yeah, I was like 2019, something like that. We got some Xbox mini fridge news. We got some 120 hertz on PS5 news. What else we got here? Netflix gaming that's coming back up. We got indie developers and some Death Stranding, and we got some strict regulations on gaming in China. You know all the fun stuff. They're having too much fun over there, and they had to lock it down. Yeah, shut that fun down. <laughs> But first, we got uh, story number one. We got some slew of releases here. So they finally came out with the official release date of Halo Infinite, even though it's not going to be complete. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> They're going to forget. Let's say it's not forget. You're not getting the whole game. But December 8th, uh, 2021, they smacked the date on it. That's when you'll get it. That's when you can pick it up. I would definitely wait, though. Like, yeah, for sure. If you're buying the game, like actually, you know, spending actual currency, and uh, I would, to- I would totally wait until they they get out of that. Oh, you know, you're paying for it. I mean, it's not like you're not going to get it later, but still, show sure. that you uh you don't support uh incomplete game releases because that's not cool. Take advantage of uh of your game pass if you want to try it. Absolutely, for that one at least. Uh, that's the only yeah. sense it makes. Yeah. I, I still, to this day, don't think it's acceptable to release a game and you know state the fact that hey, you know, I'm not going to give you everything, but you can buy it for full price. Here you go. Yep. You know, in, in Steam, they, what they do is oh, you can have this like it should be like early access if that's the case. Like you know, okay, you're not getting all the content that we had planned for launch, so we're going to give you a discounted rate. You know, early access pricing, and then you get the full game when it comes out, and pricing may jump up a little bit. You know, that's a that's a completely acceptable acceptable thing i think not for this no fun with your friends in campaign no, no sir you're not playing the campaign with friends <laughs> but we got saints row saints row reboot coming february 25th of 2022 which is much sooner much sooner than i would have thought uh you called this one i was i was a little off off uh off beat on this one but you said it was going to be arriving soon and you had it i give it to you yeah, I'm, I'm still surprised myself, though, that it's that soon. Just for not seeing anything. We talked a little bit about it yesterday, but for for them to keep it under under wraps for that long. Yeah, they did a they had a pretty tight, tight lip, I guess, in the office. I mean, I'm and who who makes Saints Row? Gosh, why can't I think? Is it Deep Silver? Is it Deep Silver still? I have to look um, because that's the case. What was the last game they launched? And, and they're the ones that make Dead Island 2, right? I'm not making that up, am I? Right. Like, where, where is that game? <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, it, it doesn't exist. <laughs> it don't exist. <laughs> yeah, publisher is Deep Silver. Well, not Saints Row here. Deep Silver. Okay. 2020, Yeah. And developer is... Volatile... Uh, what Vol- yeah, volatation. Vol- uh, I was just reading that because that's the ones they did the. They did Vol- at least Saints Row Four. Volition, that's what it is. I, I believe that's how you say it, right? I was trying to read the little tiny text that was on Wikipedia. <laughs> what is it? What does that word say? <laughs> that volatile. <laughs> hey, check that out though. Same guys uh, making that. Publishers, is it Koch or is it Knock? I say, yeah. I say, Coach. But 
there is there is you know you know i actually heard a thing about this just because and this is why i remember it and uh they were calling it both so feel free to to say either one (laughs) whichever you feel coach and uh i think it was more like like koch or something like they were saying it was both i guess it depends on the origin of of your location (laughs) Yeah, you can't make a you know a very (laughs) subjective name to something then uh, get mad at people for calling it incorrectly. Uh, THQ is the other one. Uh, I was trying to think of that one too. Uh, uh, Which one was that? They're publishing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Them, the uh, voluntary volition, and uh, catch, catch, knock. Yeah, Saints Row. Saints Row, yeah. Cool from what they did. I'm I'm interested. Looks pretty good, yeah. Saints Row. Yeah, it's going to be more Saints Row. And we are talking, like you said yesterday, but they're not going to have that off-the-wall crazy space aliens and you're the president and all this stuff. I think it's more of a down-to-earth, but still with the the comic relief of Saints Row, and it brings some of that silliness still. But much more grounded experience. Yep, it'll be good with a fresh coat of paint and a new uh, new story, which I think it needed a little bit of a refresh because they've they really did do everything with it with the original group. Yeah, they did get a. Uh, I mean, they got some off the wall add-ons and all kind of stuff for that last one. What in the I world? mean, get out of hell! Yeah, get out of hell! But we got Horizon Forbidden West release in February eighteenth, twenty twenty-two. And I will have some more on Horizon a little bit later in the show. But yeah, yeah, we called that one as well. And I have to, you know, I have to give us you know, a round of applause because we called this back in uh, what would you say, mm. state of play when they had it on state of play, and we're like, hey, where's the I release date? Think so. And uh, we're like, yeah, that's coming out when anniversary of Horizon Zero Dawn, and there you go, there you have it, February eighteenth. Yeah. Remember, they said it was going to be this year for the longest time. We we're like, nah, you go ahead and ignore. I think we said it on one of the episodes. We we're like, just go ahead and ignore that. Yeah, yeah, that's not going to happen. Not, that's going to change. So, yep. If you didn't hear about a release date like at that state of play when they showed it off with that what fifteen minutes of gameplay or something, then you you weren't. It was not coming out this year. No. <laughs> They would want people to get super excited about that. And if it wasn't coming out like this quarter, like the quarter three, getting, you know, getting ready for uh, holidays and stuff like that, it wasn't. They're not going to do it. Mm-mm. Nope. And then Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga spring of 2022. It's not coming out then. It's not coming out. Yes, it's no. still, it's, <laughs> they, did it. they did that before they put spring or fall of whatever. That's not happening. I still don't I, believe it. I've seen some gameplay of it. So it's a real thing. <laughs> they're definitely are doing they, it. Are they taking so long? Are they fully voice acting at all? Is that it, what they're doing? Yeah, it looked fully voice acted. And it's like the the game itself is like all of the movies. Yeah. Like the whole the whole shabam, like like one through nine, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right. So it's definitely a lot of it's a lot of content. So I understand if the game's like, you know, they're trying to get get through it. But I mean, they did. They didn't have to talk about this game till when it was going to be a little bit closer. And I think it, it definitely would have been more relevant 
more relevant, you know, if they did this around when the movie launched. But, you know, they're going to slap this on PS5 and it's going to look phenomenal and it's probably going to be the best Lego experience you ever play. So I'm not going to have Legos are going to look so real. <laughs> they're going to look so glossy and plastic. It's going to look freaking fantastic. You know, you know, <laughs> stepping on the Legos. They're so glossy. <laughs> yeah, you can feel the pain of the, the extraordinarily sharp corners on Legos. <laughs> oh, good. But now it looked it looked great. And uh, I what I've seen of it, you know, traditional Lego games, you kind of just uh, you're running around collecting them, collecting the studs and doing the things. Uh, but this one, it looked like you had like some cover systems going on involved. It looked like some more of a like a third person, like over the shoulder action in some scenes. Like, oh, it, they're it, amping it, up those Lego games. It looked it looked sharp, man. I'm not going to rule it out for, uh, you know, being a freaking really good game. Like I'm, I would totally play this, and I, I actually adored the other Lego games as well. So, same, yeah, they're they're a lot of fun. Doesn't matter what age you are for that one. <laughs> no, not at all. It's, it's it's definitely adaptable for many ages. But uh, um, story, oh, go ahead, hit me, hit me with it. I was gonna say I I have two more to throw under here that I just read. I think uh, the one already had a date, but just to bring it up, that uh, is it Kenya Kenna. Bridge of Spirits. Oh, Kenya. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kenya. I'm looking forward to that one. That's supposed to be September 21st. And that's supposed to be a, like a pretty hard game, right? Or was it, it just looked, or was it just Soulsy looking? I don't remember. It, I I don't know. It, it's usually when you have the Souls like games anyway, there's a little bit of difficulty to them. But it's like that with a more uh the art style is completely different. It's not I don't want to say it's more cartoony, but it's a lot more animated. Mm. Yeah, I think that was a pretty anticipated title as well. Yeah. That one looks good. And then I just saw, this isn't like super confirmed, but there's a possibility that an Alan Wake remaster might be coming in October. Hey, you know what? I tried to load that article in it. I, I didn't load when I clicked it, and then I forgot <laughs> about it. So I'm glad you said that. I, I just saw it like last minute when we were hopping on. I was like, oh my God. Hey, that could be something. Because Alan Wake is one of my, uh, like, it's in my, like, top three uh, games, favorite games. So that's very exciting. I never actually experienced Alan Wake, so don't get too angry at me. Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real good, uh, real good thriller. I mean, it's it's like taking, it's the same guys that control, but it's like that, but more psychological horror than control. It's a mm. lot more creepier. Yeah, no, if they make a remake or a reboot of that or whatever they're doing, I'm, I'm down. I'm, I'm trying to get into that. It looks like it showed up on the Taiwanese rating, rating, some website rating system. Oh, uh, yeah, it always leaks through because they got to get the approval rating for the, the SRB thing. Yeah, for some of the different countries, but it, it shows on there a PS5 title of it. But that's exciting. Man, that flashlight on there is going to look pretty. Oh, man, you can be, you can be lighting them dudes up. <laughs> you got the ray tracing, you got the glare and everything. Yeah. Could be something. Oh, be Could be something. Oh, they have the Xbox one on there, too. Okay. Oh, phew. man. <laughs> Didn't think I was going to get that game for free for a second. <laughs> I'm assuming that'll go on Game Pass because... The original was on there. Uh, Control is on there. They must have a deal with Remedy. And uh, Quantum Break, I think, is still on there, too. Yeah. Well, that was an exclusive for Xbox originally anyways, right? Yeah. That's one I need to finish. That one's very pretty. 
Yeah, I wanted to play us. Uh, uh, go ahead. There's the. Uh, it's not much uh, like tutorial in it. It kind of just throws you right in with everything. Oh, here, check this power out, and you got it all. <laughs> Start wrecking stuff. Wreck it. Wreck it. Yeah, I never played that one. When you pick up that Xbox next year. Yeah, I'm gonna have to pick it up for Starfield. Yes. Mm-hmm. A huge sucker, you know, for Bethesda games. It happens. <laughs> but I am. I'm, I'm looking forward to Deathloop coming out this month. So I'll get my uh, my spot tickled a little bit with uh, that Arcane game. You know, get some of that. But you know, it's not the full fledged RPG experience that Bethesda can give you. Broken and all. I want. I want all the glitches and all the Bethesda the common problems. <laughs> all, all in the game. <laughs> Please let that giant smack me into the sky. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, story number two. Don't fret because the Xbox Mini Fridge is on track for a holiday release. Yes. So if anybody has forgotten about the Xbox Mini Fridge. James Card GameSpot says the Xbox Mini Fridge is still on track to release in holiday 2021. According to Microsoft, in response to someone asking about the Mini Fridge, general manager at Xbox Game Marketing, Aaron Greenberg, confirmed that it would be still set to release this holiday and the company will share more when they can. So if you're uh, in uh, in line to get that Mini Fridge, it's going to be in your your home soon. No, they're going to be hard to get. Oh, yeah, you gonna you already got this in your cart pre-ordered, right? I wish I could tell you yes. I wonder where they're going to be. Like if it's going to, it's going to be regular retailers or special order from the website itself, which is probably going to be the answer. I'm pretty yeah. Well, all right, they're not like mass producing these, are they? I don't think so. It just seems like it's a. Well, we know Skittles is getting one. Oh, yeah, and then other than that, I think uh, it was Snoop Dogg or something too, wasn't it? Like didn't he already oh, have yeah. one or something? He got the big, the normal size one, didn't he? Yeah, big boy fridge, yeah. And they sent him the regular. (laughs) Snoop Dogg's a big gamer, and I always forget that. Like, he streams and everything, too. (laughs) I could only imagine. (laughs) It's perfect. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's great. (laughs) He deserves that fridge. If anybody gets (laughs) got one first, it, it was him. Oh, yeah. But no, that's cool. I'm, I'm totally, uh, Totally digging this mini fridge today. Uh, never would have seen it coming. No. You should bundle those with the system. Yeah, get you a, a mini fridge and a Xbox Series X. Yeah. That'll be perfect for you. <laughs> and you can put your KFC chicken warmer uh, gaming PC yeah. beside it. Yeah, I can keep my, uh, my chilled tenders in there so I can <laughs> warm them up in my KFC machine. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> You're not living life until you've done that. <laughs> yeah, then you warm them up. You take the tray out. You can just plop it right in the fridge. Keep them nice and chilled yeah. for, for later. Then you just take the tray and put it right back in the console. Warm them back up. Drippy grease everywhere. Start Dripping a little fire. Thing. Whatever, though. Hey, you know, as long as they're warm and toasty. You, <laughs> <laughs> you fool and you gaming. <laughs> I still don't grasp that. Gosh, KFC. Solid idea. Hey, you know, somebody thought that up, and I want to, I want to talk to the guy that was like, "Hey, you know, we could really uh, make this uh, gaming console. Any ideas? Hey, why don't we make it so we can warm chicken up in it?" And he's like, "Somebody get that guy a raise. 
<laughs> like that guy over there. My God, <laughs> My build God. him an office. <laughs> yeah, build him an office. <laughs> Somebody get him a corner, a corner room. <laughs> he needs a good view. <laughs> Nothing else. Uh, Nothing less. I just swear. Sometimes like, you think the dumbest stuff, and it's like somebody comes up with it, and it's like brilliant. My God, why what? haven't we, why haven't we been warming up chicken tenders since the nineties? Like. <laughs> Man. It's the same way with the design team. What are we going to do to make it stand out? Let's shape it like our bucket. No, that, I, I I'm, <laughs> I'm totally on board that part. I think that part is awesome. It looks like a KFC bucket. It makes sense. <laughs> no, it gives it some authenticity. But that the tender thing, and uh, I don't know, still not, I'm not there with it. I'm going to have to see it in action and, and how practical this is. Which is have the- all those stickers <laughs> on it that say "Do not put uncooked chicken." Please do, yeah. No. Salmonella warnings all over it. Yeah. <laughs> Only cooked chicken. Only cooked chicken. But even if you buy the cooked chicken, like the cooked chicken tenders, it still says cook thoroughly to 165. So I don't know. And if your console somebody is reaching, sick. somebody's reaching 165 degrees internally in their console, it's, 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 the lifespan cannot be that long. And it's going to, it's going to lag so bad. <laughs> It's just, it's just boiling hot inside your console all the time. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> it goes straight through your floor. Yeah. Goodbye, carpet. Yeah, carpet's all, like, melted around it. <laughs> oh, that's where, that's where I sit my KFC console. It's just greasy and sticky. <laughs> it's greasy and sticky. It's just not ideal. I don't know. <laughs> Either way, I'd still get one, so. Yep. Put it right on your <laughs> mini fridge. Yep. That's living life there, buddy. Living life to its fullest. Story number three. We got some exciting news on how to get the 120 hertz out of your PS5. So if anybody's doing that nowadays. But uh, Eddie over at GameSpot says it's relatively straightforward straightforward process. <clears throat> and we're outlining the steps here first, though. And here's the key parts. These are this what everybody's going to complain about. Oh, it don't work. First. You need a TV that can support 120 hertz and an HDMI 2.1 port, and is also a compatible HDMI cable. Sony acknowledges that 4K 120 hertz TVs have not fully pen- penetrated the market, but if you're fortunate enough to have one and a PS5, you can enjoy a smoother experience playing some next-gen games. So, step one: visit the Settings tab on your PS5. Step two. Navigate to the PS screen and video. Then step three. From there, you'll find the option to enable 120 hertz output. And that's it. Alternatively, you may need to navigate to a save data, uh, save data and game slash app settings page. Click game presets and select performance mode to access the higher frame rates. Some games that support 120 hertz have their own end game setting page that lets you toggle it on and off while others rely on the system-level preset. So, Mr. Jacob, are you gaming in 120 yet? I am not, because my TVs do not have that. (laughs) My monitor does uh, for the computer and monitor, but it's not... um, doesn't hold up on the other end of it. I I don't have that. No, I guess my 4K won't do it. Never mind, I can't. It's out of the question. (laughs) (laughs) So your monitor is not a 
I'm assuming your monitor is probably 120 hertz, but it's not 4K. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. And you can, quite honestly, a 4K 120 hertz monitor is probably super expensive. Yeah, I looked up. I looked up like TVs for it, and it's a it's a big no right now. They're gonna go <laughs> ahead and stay where they are. <laughs> yeah, I think our TV that I got in our bedroom is uh, it's uh, how do I say it? I think it has like a way that it transitions to 120 hertz, but it's not. It's like a mood, you know what I mean? Like it, it okay. can it can like up upscale. Up, yeah, like an upscale kind of thing to 120. Or it can display it in 120, but maybe it's not really a 120 hertz TV. Something like that they're doing. I don't know if that uh, that counts for this. I, I I doubt it. But but something about it had like a game mode on the TV or something. Yeah. But it yep. can it can it can do 120, but I don't know if it's a true 120 or if it's just something that makes it look smoother. I don't know. It's one of the things I have to get the book out and be like, oh, where's this mode at? It said on the box, very small in the corner that nobody would have probably seen. But anyways, I, I tried to have my brain uh, like think what 120 would be like at 4K. Because 60 is pretty smooth. 60 is good. Mean, I'm content with 60. I just I, I don't know. It's It's very expensive, like TV wise, jumping into that 4K alone on a TV. Yeah. I mean, they're all still pretty high right now. Yeah. Well, you know, they're coming Depending down to price. On what you get, like a, I'm mixing up with like OLEDs. And- yeah. That's where you get the, that's like the next step. Like once you get to the OLEDs and all that stuff, you start getting, you getting pricey. And it, you know, you're talking a 120 hertz OLED TV. It's not, that's not cheap. Mm-mm. But a standard, a standard 4K uh, backlit. Uh, LED TV, they're uh, they're not terribly priced now. I'm surprised they came down as quick as they did. But you're not going to find find on brands too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But you're still going to pay you're still going to pay a decent amount just to get that 120 hertz out of that TV. Yeah, it's a standard TV now. It's not. It's only 60 hertz. You're not getting that that many hertz. That one's not in my pocket pocket range for right now. It's understandable. I mean, pretty, you got to pretty I mean, comfortable with what I got. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got the mini fridge you're getting, so I mean, that's cool. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that justifies it. I don't, it I don't justifies it on this on the TV yet. Yeah. The steam coming out of your KFC maker too. I mean, you won't be able to even experience the full 4K and 120. That's true. That's true. It should be chugging along. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's pretty cool. I I know Xbox has this uh, 120 hertz mode as well uh, for some of some of their games. Now, I don't think the library is huge for either console for that. But there is a list, I think, of games that are compatible with 120 hertz for PlayStation that you can look up if you were if you're curious to find out. Like, okay, I got the setup. What games can I play? So you can look it up. But I think I know Rocket League was one. If you're down for that. Which is a great game for um, 120 hertz, probably. Here we go. Black Ops, Cold War, Warzone, Borderlands 3, Doom Eternal, Rainbow Six Siege, Destiny 2, and Fortnite. How in the world are they running 
Call of Duty Cold War in 4K on 120 hertz. I don't believe that they are. I don't think that's right. <laughs> I think that's a little false. That doesn't, that doesn't sound accurate. <laughs> that's probably like another early 50 gigs. You need to download for that. Oh, yeah. The the texture res pack and uh, multiplayer re- a resolution pack and, and 18 other different really packs. Push yourself over. Then you got to get the packet to download the DLC packets. And it's just like, what is this? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they were making fun of uh, the new. I think there was some information about the new Vanguard uh, content and uh, the file size. And you're going to real you're going to real kick out of this. But if you own an Xbox Series S, the only game you'll probably be able to put on there is Vanguard. (laughs) Oh, the new one coming out. Yes, the new Call of Duty. I think they were saying it's going to clock in at like 250 gigabytes. Is that even uh, comprehensible? No, my brain, uh, my brain just shut down trying to yeah. think about that. Without, it's just your whole console. It's the whole console. Call of Duty system. I, and now, how you might maybe you'll be uh, a little more knowledgeable of this, but I think on Xbox Series S, I think the internal storage remaining after the the OS is installed is like 300 something. That sound right? Yeah, I want to say you're right. Um, let's see. But, you know, having Call of Duty Vanguard installed on that, on Xbox Series S, that will be your only only game, unless you got some indies and stuff like that that you can maybe slap on there. But I know space allocation matters, too, because on a PlayStation 5, if you got a 200, you know, big file, you need a, a you know a reasonable amount of space to, to upgrade and to download patches and all that stuff. Leftover. Do these guys uh, they just not how to know how to compress files or something? Like what's going on over there? Three sixty four is what it comes down to. But yeah, I, I believe that they just pack it all in there. And like whatever, just run it. They don't. I don't understand. It's, it's either like poorly optimized files or they don't compress any of their files or assets. They want that to be the only game that's on there. I'm assuming that's what it is at this point. Like what else could it be? You know. All the guys with the long coats in there. Know, take up all the space we should. <laughs> Just dragging across the floor. Yeah. Ah, yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. We will own the console <laughs> all the way. Yeah. I'll never want to install another game or have to reinstall <laughs> Call of Duty again. Never. So yeah, yet again, this will be another year I am not partaking in in the Call of Duty fiasco of a file storage because that's not happening plus i don't want to play um world war ii again let's go back to like world war one maybe try that i think that was like a medal of honor thing wasn't it yeah i think they mainly did that or did early call of duty do it like call of duty 3 i don't remember i think battlefield one was world war one right you know what they should do is take call of duty all the way back to like like when they had like the firing lines <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and everybody like stood in lines and fired and they switch <laughs> the muskets. Yeah. yeah. The musket firing squad <laughs> just play call of duty like that. <laughs> world at war was, uh, I think world war one, wasn't it? I would have, I mean, that sounds accurate. I'm, I'm cool with that. It was maybe black ops one. I don't know. I don't care. No, it's just, <laughs> Just make something. Shrink your game. 
<laughs> and, yeah, shrink and, your and, and shrink your files. Shrink <laughs> yeah, it up. Do anything else but what you're doing. <laughs> just be better in it's general. Just, yeah, just be it, better on every angle <laughs> with your games in your company. Just, just, <laughs> just do, do something. Well, I didn't know you had such a love for Call of Duty. I don't know what happened. You know, I think the rage came from I. While you were talking, I had to mute myself because I think a gnat, a little, little, little gnat flew up my nose, and attacked me, <laughs> started freaking out. Hey, so he's he's so currently <laughs> implanting himself in your brain as as you speak. Yeah, well, he he landed on the one spot that triggered me about Call of Duty, and that's where I, <laughs> that's where I came back in. Oh, that's fantastic! That's a rough I'm glad, time over here. I'm glad it's working out for you. And trying to enjoy, <laughs> trying to enjoy a nice weekend. Yeah, freaking pesky gnats flying all this body's brain matter. Trying to get it, stealing the good stuff. Yeah, Yeah. I'm just gonna borrow a little piece of this. Anyway, story number four. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Netflix gaming service is now available, but only if you live in Poland. Yeah, better get that VPN out. Yeah, that's very true. Well, you just you just expose Netflix and then undeniable matter now <laughs> i'm sorry netflix just kidding <laughs> unless yeah. unless we were sponsored by a vpn then yeah just Ex- kidding again do it up switch to poland yeah express vpn they can uh slide me that sponsorship anytime now. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways so taylor i'll go ahead nope i was gonna go into a whole bunch of sponsorship stuff <laughs> that's not real Anyway, Poland. <laughs> Poland. And, and Taylor Lyles at uh, IGN says, We already knew that Netflix is planning to branch into a gaming, and it's taken another big step forward. Today, the streaming giant announced that the subscribers with an Android device can now try out its gaming service. Unfortunately, this feature is currently only available on Netflix subscribers that live in Poland. As noted in a recent Twitter thread, Netflix announced two games available right now in its game library. Stranger Things, the game, and Stranger Things 3, the game. Both games are playable only on Android devices, but are seemingly installed and played within the Netflix app. Users can expect no ads or in-game purchases when trying out the feature, and Netflix reaffirmed that it will not charge an additional fee to access games in its service. Netflix also notes that the feature is its very, very early days, with more work to be done to refine its game services in the coming months. It is no surprise that Netflix announced that the first two games select subscribers can test out our mobile. In July, ahead of its quarterly financial earnings, Netflix confirmed it was focusing on mobile games first. The company also noted that it would be building on top of its early efforts around interactive shows like Black Mirror Bandersnatch. The same month, Netflix also announced that the XEA and Facebook executive Mike Verdu was hired as the company's vice president and game develop oh, vice president of game development. So Go figure. Stranger Things sponsored Netflix games are going to be free as of, I guess, now in Poland for this trial. Um, what do you think of this? Uh, aiming towards a mobile audience first, then bringing it to an interactive show experience. Is that uh, does that get you uh, urging for more, or is this not interesting to you? It makes sense on the on the side of people that don't typically game very much that play i mean that's what mobile games are usually targeted to a lot of people that just you know it's in your hand uh, I, I mean where am i going with this was i about to try to tie that in with candy crush because that's not gonna happen um 
<laughs> but it makes sense for people that don't normally play something. You got your phone there. It's like, oh, it's included in my service. Now, the, the Stranger Things uh, 3, that makes sense because if they haven't done it already, that's leaving Game Pass. So I'm assuming that's just going to be strictly on Netflix for now. on. Uh, that sounds like that's pretty accurate. Yeah, uh, it was either supposed to leave within the next week or something or, or it was at the end of the month. Uh, August, that is. So that's that's interesting. Makes sense, though. Yeah. Now, I would still say, though, <clears throat> some of these games, like I, like, I wouldn't be interested in playing those, but if they start coming out with some, like, original, like, interactive shows, I think that's where, I think that's where the interest and potentially money could lie for this yeah. service. I agree with you on that. I mean, if I wanted to play Stranger Things 3, the game, I would already played it. You know? That's <laughs> true. You're right. You're <laughs> right. But I don't, I don't, you know, not saying that's a bad game or it doesn't, it deserves its own noteworthiness, but like, there's already an audience for that stuff. Uh, it's going to be hard to tar- target an audience. I think an, an additional audience, you know, that would play that like, coming out of just maybe, you know, watching stuff on Netflix. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be tough to, you know, I don't know. I feel like you're trying to steer one audience into another, you know, another playground and it's not always going to work that way. Yeah. Like you said, the majority of people that probably wanted to play it would have played it by now. Yeah. All right. They're definitely going to be aware. Okay. I'm really a big fan of stranger things. Uh, and you know, I've seen, you know, they're browsing whatever service they look at, you know, their content on. Oh, the stranger things game let's totally play that but, you know some of these people they're not gonna they're not gonna want to you know partake in that but yeah, it's, it's been out for what at least two years i think and so it's not like it's a, a a new thing that they're busting out of nowhere with with like new stuff that you yeah, don't yeah. know about yet from a new season yeah but people that aren't into like watching or not watching playing like video games maybe they're not into the gaming scene i think that's where the interactive shows would come you know, super handy. Like they don't, they, they, they get to play the show or movie or whatever it is they're watching their own way without have to be overly interactive. Like you just kind of select some stuff and you know, if it feels like you're d- designing your own path, you know, but it's art it's preset, of course, like, but it's, it just it makes it feel more personal. I agree. I agree with that. I'm cool with that. Uh, you know, seeing where this Netflix thing will go. Maybe it'll be something, maybe not. We'll see. But I'm surprised they got news out on this already, uh, this early. I didn't, I didn't expect to see anything about Netflix gaming anything for a little bit of time. Really. Yeah, they, they said it wasn't going to be anytime soon. So don't expect it. <laughs> and then, yeah, I guess they're testing the waters with this while they're, they probably got at least a couple games on the back burner going. Oh, for sure. Oh, already then. Story number five. Where indie developers uh, leave the industry indefinitely thanks to exploitation of Steam's refund policy. So this one's uh, super interesting. I don't know if you read into this, but I'm 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 curious of your uh, your opinion on on this. But um, Molly Taylor at uh, PC Gamer says a horror indie developer has stepped away from the game's development indefinitely because of Steam's two hour refund policy has led to a high number of returns of their latest game. So developer, I guess it would say Emika, 
I guess, games released a, a psychological thriller, Summer of 58, at the end of July, receiving mostly positive reviews on Steam. But as they treat, tweeted in a statement this week, the game's short length has led to a high number of refund being processed, leaving Emika out of pocket. The fact is that the game, Summer of 58, does not reach two hours of playing time by Steam standards. The statement reads, in this regard, a huge number of returns on the game, even with positive reviews. And I do not earn anything to create a new game. It's proven as a disheartening situation for Emika, who said they would be leaving the game development for an indefinite time. In order to collect their thoughts, they also said that from day to day, another horror game currently in development will not see the light of day in the near future. Steam's current refund policy allows from any game to be refund it's it, uh, refunded if it's within 14 days of purchase and has less than two hours of log playtime. This isn't a problem for larger titles, where two hours barely scratches the surface, but for smaller games, especially those created by indie developers, it can be a frustrating loophole allowing players to essentially experience the game for free. One solution would be to imp- imp- implement a different policy for shorter games, but such an idea are always said easier said than done and would be a tricky line for Steam to walk. This is a silver lining, and the Emica statement has picked up since traction on Twitter. The summer of 50 Steam pages filling up with players who picked up the game as a result of Emica's statement leaving, leaving positive feedback and encouraging others to do the same. Where do you stand on this uh, uh, situation for this developer? I don't think it's uh, very fair for him. I watched, I did actually watch uh, a few people like uh, on YouTube that I follow. I watched them play through this game and it was a really solid like indie horror game. Uh, I think Steam should figure out some kind of way for that, like the shorter games. I know they said it's tricky, but <clears throat> I don't know. They're all filled with, you, you still get achievements from And if you got somebody that finished through the game, got the achievements in that time, I think that's like. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, that was know, the first thing I thought of. Would, would put you out of returning it. Like, oh, yeah, I'll just beat it real quick and do it. Even regardless of them giving it a good review, you're still hurting this developer. You're still taking it back from them. That money doesn't immediately go to them and then, you know, stay with them and then Steam pays you back. It it comes right. out of that developer's check at the end of however they gauge it, what weekly, monthly. Yep. For them to put that time in it and just have these people, you know, return everything after doing it. Hey, good game though. <laughs> Give them my money back. I mean, yeah, it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty crap move. To be quite honest. I mean. They make these games for your experience, and then you go around and be like, hey, look, I'm going to beat your game, and oh, get my money back, actually, because I can. <laughs> Which is, you know. It's a loophole. Yeah, and I don't think that's fair. I mean, the, the, you, you should definitely be supporting. Like, if you enjoyed this this content or the game or whatever it is, whoever's putting whatever out and you enjoyed it, and uh, you should be supporting them. Like, hey, look, you know. You know, whatever, pay whatever it costs. How much is this game? Let me let me look. Uh, eight ninety nine. That's what I was okay. just looking up. So we're really sweating eight ninety nine right now uh, for a refund, which is ridiculous. Like, uh, it's not that big of a deal. I'm sure you, so whoever bought this game, probably spent more money on a freaking sandwich from freaking a fast food restaurant. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, why are you sweating eight ninety nine? And you enjoyed it and left a positive review. Like, let these guys. You know, if you want more from them, like, how are you going to get it if you don't support like development for the like whatever the next project is? Looks like uh, di- from day to day is the next horror game they're making. Yeah, probably won't see it though because I don't blame them. <laughs> I wouldn't make yeah, it either. I, say, <laughs> I, I agree with them too. Just 
it's a big slap in their face. Pretty much. Like, like I said, it was a it was a pretty well put together game, and it, and it was creepy. Like it definitely had its stuff. The one mechanic of it that I thought was kind of cool, and it was it was small. Uh, the person that you're playing as goes to I think it's Russia, where this uh, house is that all this like takes place of because I think it's the person you play is a content creator and they're all about going to places that are, they say are haunted or scary and filming them. So this person's like, okay, all my fans want me to go to this place. So I'll go check it out. So they go stay in there, but everything, everything that you find papers, pictures, the signs, it's all in Russian and you have to pick up a, uh, just a English to Russia or Russian to English dictionary. And you have to have that in your inventory to read anything. Hmm. So I thought that was uh, a small little thing that was cool. No, that's pretty neat. You know, and all that thought and effort went into it, and then it's like, oh, I get no no paycheck at the end of that. <laughs> yeah, like, here's ten dollars back. Yeah, here's ten dollars. Somebody didn't ask for a refund yet. I don't know. I'm not. Uh, I'm not on board. Whatever this train is, and you know, I spend uh, countless dollars on Steam for games that they didn't even finish. You know, that's when. I think you should be entitled to a refund or something like that. But yeah, for those dead games that aren't, uh, yeah, like early access games that they just don't finish making after promising all this extra stuff. You know, anyways, that's not important. But you know, they made of this is the full game. Like they made the whole game. Like and uh, just because of Steam's refund policy, you shouldn't be able to. Like you said, if you pop that trophy for beating the game, then uh, that should be like. Boom, you're disqualified. Or Steam moderators or whoever works at Steam should be able to see that and be like, okay, sorry, sir, we're not refunding, you know, whatever. You enjoyed the whole length of this game. Yeah, you, you saw it all the way through. I, I just think they should really get in there and implement something because, I mean, that's their their content base. Yeah, they can say, oh, well, we've got 50 other developers making games like this, so we'll just do that with them. But it's just not it's not a good business practice to go about it for a company that's been going on this long, you know, right. you got to treat your, your people that you're getting your, your money from basically pretty much. Yeah. Treat them good. You got to help them out. And this, uh, system, it, it's been implemented like that for a long time. It might just need some tweaking. It's not like they have to completely redo everything. No, I just need some updating. I mean, it's probably not concurrent with times nowadays anyways, where there is a lot of indie titles now and may not, you know, they're not long experiences, but they're good. Yeah, I know they have it set like that, like the time limit, two hours. They probably gauged a bunch of different things and compared it to a bunch of different games about how long you, you know, that you would need to decide, hey, I like this game. Like, I, I do think an hour would be too short. Some games, it takes you that long even to get through the tutorial for it. Could be. Yeah, it's really game dependent. I mean, a triple A game, you know, uh, like you said, it, it really depends if you're playing, I don't know, you know, like a Final Fantasy, for instance, you might not even play the game for the first hour. <laughs> you know, you're playing through cutscenes and t- tutorials and you know, all that good stuff. But then there's some games that throw you right in there that two hours is almost too much. Like, you know, like I don't even need to play it that long. I only need a 15 minutes of this game to tell you I, I didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I guess two hours is just a broad spectrum. Like, okay, some, some t- somewhere in this two hours, you're going to be able to determine this is for me or not for me. Yeah, hopefully they'll 
uh, even if it's just for indies that they do something for uh, out of everything else uh, make it so- something reg- regarding to them I guess it's just it, going about this policy it's, it doesn't seem like it's right and I, I think that developer has every right to be upset and, and you know not finish their game because what's the point then if you've been working on that you know it's going to be sort of the same situation happen absolutely yeah, no, I'm I'm totally on board their ship, and uh, yeah, if they don't publish it, then that's totally fine. I mean, that's mm-hmm. completely understandable. And the people that ask for refunds for it, I think they should know better as well, because they, I mean, the people that ask for the refunds for this were probably very wise of Steam's policies. So they're people that battle Steam for quite some time. You know, it's it's not like new people just made accounts on Steam. It was like, okay, I'm gonna buy this summer of fifty eight game. That you know had to even stumble across because it is a smaller game, so it, it's definitely people that's been lurking on Steam, people that've been on there for a long time, have a lot of products probably, and they just ask for refunds because they know that's how like the policy works, which is un- unfair. And you know, I hope Steam does address it. Yeah, I don't doubt a lot of content creators that play the game, record it. For their you know videos and, and talk about it being good and then return it afterwards and then they make money off of this game that they basically paid nothing for at that point i, I don't doubt that there wasn't a large number of that as well mm. yeah i'll be yeah if i was them i'd be like okay everybody that recorded this content and streamed it is now uh we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna pull all that content yeah voided mm-hmm you don't have the rights to, you know, you own this game at one point. Now you don't own the game because you refunded it. So you don't have the rights to stream it. Or something, uh, I don't know. Probably some kind of legality in there, I'm sure. That could be the move. I mean, at least they didn't put on the Epic Store. Then they would have made it free. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say they would have gave it away right in the beginning. But uh, they would have at least paid the developer. Yeah, absolutely. They would have gave them, you know, their part. I give that Epic is losing money, but they're paying their their developers that they're getting the games for them for. So <laughs> that reminds me, I need to check that out after this. See what they got on there. Anyway, story number six. This might uh, get some tingles in the britches or not. I don't know. Not the but, britches. <laughs> <laughs> but there's some negotiations for Death Stranding <laughs> sequel underway uh, as uh, reveals star Redis. I don't know. This 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 is controversial to me because you know Death Stranding was not always in the, the the best of eyes for some people that played it. But anyways, Sammy Barker at Push Square says, "Looks like there'll be a sequel to Death Stranding as star Norman Reedus, who plays Sam Porter Bridges in the game, has revealed to the journalists at the Walking Dead roundtable that negotiations are underway. However, there's a whiff of Chinese whisper to this story. IGN Brazil cites and scribes." from Adoro Cinema as its source, and there is no video clip to back it up. Nevertheless, Redis seemed thrilled as the prospect, I think, we're going to do a second Death Stranding, he quoted as saying, the game is in negotiation right now, so yay. Obviously, the original was <laughs> relative. I don't, I don't feel like he would have said that, but it's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely in quotations. Obviously, the original was a relatively big success, attracting tons of the Game of Year awards and prompting development of Director's Cut, which is due out next month. 
As loosely possible, Redis may be referring to the PS5 port, but it seems unlikely he'd say the re-releases in negotiations when it's scheduled to deploy in September. If a, if a sequel is being discussed, then the de decision will come down to PlayStation Studios boss Herman Holst and Hideo Kojima, as the two have such a strong relationship. We would we could certainly see it getting greenlit. So I never beat Death Stranding. I have no idea how that game ends, uh, even if it's uh, requiring a sequel. So I can't really input too much on that. What do you think about such a unique title having a sequel? Is there uh, is there a crowd for that? Do you, do you think? I'm sure it is, but I don't see them talking about hinting at it. Because typically, well, Kojima usually has plans for everything he does anyway. And he usually likes to almost, I think I've said it before, it's like he likes to do like a game of things and kind of make stuff secret and drop hints at places. And I just don't see him because they didn't talk about that game at all until it just kind of popped up. Right. Um. Maybe it's a new game. I don't know. Maybe it's not a Death Stranding. Maybe it's something else. It's very possible. I, I'm I'm gonna hold hold on this one because I just don't think uh, I don't think it has enough credibility to be doing. Not not that it's fake. I just don't think he said it in the way that I think it was taken differently. It could definitely be. I mean, it could have been really ripped out of context somehow too. I uh, don't hear him saying so. Yay. Yeah, I don't see Norman Reedus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> totally uh, know. What, he, he, what he said, apparently. <laughs> he did tweet a picture of him, I think, just playing the original game not long ago. Um, or maybe he was playing the director's cut, like early director's cut of it. But That's possible. I don't know. I, I don't know about this one yet. I don't want to I don't want to jump the gun. Yeah, I don't know. And I, I'm with you, too. I haven't finished it yet, so I I can't say if there's room for another. Yeah, no idea. But uh, usually, you know, Hideo is not so very open, I mean, about any of his projects. And, you know, if Norman Reedus goes missing in the next couple months, you know what happened. Kojima <laughs> yeah, don't play that. But I don't <laughs> think, I, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't think that, like, like, it wouldn't be this loosely talked about if that was the case this early on. No. But I don't know. But I mean, if, if this goes, if this is a thing, you got a lot of years to wait. Because <laughs> it's not even, uh, if it's just in negotiations, if that's the case, there's development, planning cycles, and designs. Just, you know, it's, it's a lot that goes into it. This it's might not be. training. It's a while. Yeah, it's a, it was a lengthy project. Now they have made a lot of the assets and stuff that could be reused, but you know, that's always a tricky thing too, because it's like, okay, it's, you know, this sequel feels more like an expansion than it does a, a sequel. You know, you always got that kind of reference going mm -hmm. and you don't want that either. So, so yeah, yeah, I would be surprised to even see anything about a new death stranding, like a death stranding Two, like this generation to make it a unique thing. I agree. I, I think, ah, oh, I don't know. He's, uh, he's got a lot of other things I'm sure in development ideas of games going, but he really had a, uh, he, he was really adamant and really strong about death stranding. And so there, there could be, 
could be something behind it all. It very well could be. I just don't think we're there yet. No. Don't think we're there yet. Anyway, story number seven. PlayStation reverses decision uh, that Horizon Forbidden West will have a PS4 and PS5 upgrade path. <laughs> this one. So this I didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't include the original, uh, the original article, but the what previously was stated, you know, was that there were going to be different different versions, right? And you had a you had to buy either one, right? Is that what they were saying? Yeah. Yeah. So like, even if you had a PS4 and bought that one and eventually got the five. That you would have to buy it again on the five. Yeah, you won't. Yeah, uh, upgrade to it. Upgrade cost. Right. So they did come out with a statement correcting that. Uh, came out September fourth. Uh, that PlayStation boss Jim Ryan. You know that's the first time they've ever said that. PlayStation boss. So it's, it's always like Sony's SIE head something. The high chair sitter, <laughs> like, like, Sony like, Interactive <laughs> Worldwide <speech laughs> boss man. Yeah, like what? <laughs> dog, yeah. Jim Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> Jimothy Ryan. Jimothy Ryan. Ah, that's great. PlayStation boss Jim Ryan announced in his update PlayStation blog post that Horizon Forbidden West will offer a PS4, PS5 upgrade path. Players that purchase the game on PS4 will also get a PS5 version at no cost. No cost. Ryan also announced that <laughs> maybe the forward that all first party PlayStation exclusives are cross gen will offer a $10 digital upgrade path, regardless of whether or not that you purchase the game digitally or physically on PS4, PS4, PS5 upgrade path will also include upcoming sequel to God of War and Gran Turismo seven. So that's pretty cool. I'm cool with a $10 uh, upgrade path. How about, how about you? I- I know, yeah, I, I know they did this because they're like, cool, we're not going to deal with this again. So we're going to go ahead and make that uh, statement right now so we don't have to go through this with any of our other games coming up. Absolutely. Now, question Which, for you. That's good. Good by them making a standard for it, at least finally. Yeah, this is this is where I get a little confused. Maybe, you know, but is the PS4 version fifty nine ninety nine? Yeah, it would be, right? I don't know. <laughs> I'm asking you a question. Uh, <laughs> then I'm I would assuming, yeah. I would feel like the ten dollar upgrade path would be unacceptable then. If it was a seven if, if it was sixty nine ninety nine and you can buy the game for sixty nine ninety nine on PS five, why is a PS five player gonna pay ten more dollars to get the game that everybody else paid ten dollars less for? They would just buy the I'm assuming they're still gonna make PS five copies. No, yeah, yeah. I'm totally on board that. Like if they make a PS5 copy, a native PS5 copy, you can buy it for 69.99 cuz it's a first party title. Mm-hmm. But if I go in the store and buy the PS4 copy and it was still the same price as the PS5, then I got to pay $10 extra later to get the uh PS5 version. Ah, uh, okay. You'd you pay That's essentially what you're saying. That's what you're saying now. 10 10 more dollars than what everybody else paid. On PS5, yeah, because you didn't, you weren't able to get a PS5 yet. Yeah, is that a? I don't know if that's a thing yet. I don't know. I don't know what the price is. I would assume they're the same, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm guessing so. So that I'm not, I'm not too thrilled about a ten dollar upgrade fee for the people that buy the game at the price of a PS5 game. Does that make sense? Or is that, did I just make yeah. it super confusing? No, you're good. I get what you're saying. 
<laughs> but yeah. So if you're in at fifty nine ninety nine, I'm on board with the ten dollar upgrade. If you buy it at sixty nine ninety nine on PS4, not so cool on a ten dollar upgrade. That's, that's I don't think they'll do it for that though. That the backlash that'll happen against that too. But at the same time, I mean they it might happen. It's very true. It is it's, it's possible. I don't know. Actually, you know what? This game is this game is pre orderable, right? Let me look. How much is the PS4? PS4 Horizon Forbidden West. So, $59.99 launch edition. So, I'm cool. I'm cool with it. So, they're doing it right. They're doing it right. All right, Jim Ryan, we got you. (laughs) Good. Good. You get to sit in the corner office for one more day. Oh, man. There's (laughs) a collector's edition. Oh, you see that? It's going to smack you right, oh, the, right in the problem. face. There's, there's two? Two? Yeah, the collector's edition is $69.99. But that's understandable. I bet it's gone. It's a steel steel box. And it comes with a mini art book. And exclusive outfits. And you get the digital soundtrack, which is probably the, the shiz, you know? Pretty nice. <laughs> Yeah, where do you stand on this? You are you cool with this? I, th- I think you told me already. I don't even know. <laughs> I think so. I think so. As long as it, I mean, I guess they listened, which is not something that normally happens. But lately, a lot of companies have been like, you know what? Better just to not make everybody angry. Very true. Mm. These uh, okay. Well, that, that collector's edition still available. The regular one, the the Regalo one is not. But you want to get that one. get that big boy big boy edition with the I want that statue. Yeah. Huh. This is a problem. I'm going to get off here before I buy it cuz I don't need it. Yeah. But I want it. Once you it's uh It's a statue of uh what is that? Tremor Tusk. Hmm. Oh, and it's got a little Aloy statue with it too. Hmm. I don't know if I've seen that one. You got the exclusive uh exclusive edition of it. Let me send her over to you. See what you got. Let's see. Oh, it's okay. It's a PS5 version. She's a lot of money though. Ooh, and hey, that's a nice box. Nice one, the box. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> it's looking a lot better, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I really did. I really like the first one. Where is it at? Here? That's what I've been playing through now, and I'm I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, this is nice. Great. Right before we got on here, I was playing a little bit. I was like, I just need to clear this one corrupted zone. And I got one shotted at least mm, three or four times. So I was like, you know what? I'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> I will revisit this game later. Man, this this collector set is nice. Mm-hmm. The regular edition. Yeah, that's yeah. the one that's gone. That one's real nice, though. Oh, yeah. Well, this one. Uh, yeah. The other one had the like the focus, like the thing she wears on her ear, like the replica and stuff. Yeah, that was that's where it's at. That's a nice, nice set, man. I wonder how big this statue is. I was trying to get some measurements, but it does not tell you. It doesn't. In comparison to the box size, it looks like fairly large. But I don't know if that's uh accurate. If it's just in uh, large. Typically, if it matches, uh, the the first game had a collector's edition. With a 
was it Thunderjaw, I think, statue. Mm, gotcha. And that was about the size of a pretty good size, size of a box. What What is that about? Pretty 10 good to size. 12 inches, probably. Yeah, it's a pretty big box. Nice box. Real good box. Good box for holding stuff. Yeah, man, man that box is robust. Man, that was two hundred sixty dollars. I just seen the price. That is astonishing. Yeah. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> I told you, and the collectors is one ninety nine. Yeah, man. Mm. Well, it was nice. I guess I'm looking at it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> nice. Really checking it out. Would have been cool. <laughs> Good check. Check another website. See if they got them. Oh, yeah. You're really on the hunt now, huh? Mm, it's a problem. Shouldn't even brought up that page. <laughs> it's your fault. This is on, it's on you now. You're going to display that box in all its glory, and that's what's going to matter. Yes, it's, it could be sealed. <laughs> like, yeah, there's a good statue inside there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've never seen it. I've laid, laid eyes on it. but <laughs> Man, it's good. It's good, good box, though. So. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where that uh, leads you as a collector. I, you know, do, you, do you break your own boundaries and, and rip that cellophane off that or what? Yes, sir, for that one. Oh, yeah. You'd have to get in there all finger-willied and whatnot, you know? <laughs> finger-willied. <laughs> uh, you keep looking that up and we'll continue. Story number eight. We got... It was a big, pretty important one, so... I'm super curious what your opinion is on this particular. Uh, Do you find yeah. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same price? Mm-hmm. Well, yep. go on and add it to the cart, both of you with your mini fridge. <laughs> Back it together. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. It's a nice set, buddy. I'll, I'll come over and check it out when you get it. <laughs> come, I'll come over and give a good feel on that box. Yeah, I'll, I'll feel that box up. Cellophane and all. Yeah. <laughs> you can feel your internal urges. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to freak out. I'm Just really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> She's really uh, reaching out for it. Yeah. Bad. Mm. Story number eight. China sets a three-hour limit to kids playing online video games. Mm, show them, kids. Maybe this will get your mind off of it. You better close that tab. <laughs> yeah, very good. <laughs> Switch back over. <laughs> but uh, Taylor Lyles at uh, IGN says, beginning September 1st, video game companies like NetEase and Tencent are required to limit online gaming to just three hours per week for minors, according to new rules imposed by Chinese regulators. As reported by Bloomberg, children under the age of 18 will only be allowed the game for one hour between 8, 9, uh, 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, as well as public holidays. Additionally, game companies required to restrict online gaming during these hours and must enforce a real name verification system in place, according to Reuters. This is not the first time video game limits were imposed in China. In 2018, Tencent implemented yeah, implemented a similar system where it enforced age checks and limited the time spent on mobile games honor of kings to one hour per day for children up to the age of 12 while children between the ages of 13 and 18 were restricted to playing for a maximum of two hours a day the new regulation serve as a broad crackdown on china's tech giants in addition to combating game addiction in china roughly a month ago a chinese state-run publication published an article describing online gaming as a spiritual opium before removing 
Removing the phrase, though, the national press and publication administration noted that the online gaming influences minors' mental and physical health is in the announcement post. These rules are not on, or these rules are only limited to online gaming and do not directly mention if non-online games will be restricted in this capacity. The new regulation also did not clarify whether or not console games and foreign titles would be required to comply with local regulations. So. Where do you stand on government controlling gaming limitations? I don't, I don't agree with that at all. I do believe you should have regulations at home, but I don't think that the government should regulate your, you know, your own time without your choice. Yeah. It doesn't affect (laughs) the adults, but still. Wow. Let's see here. Crackdown for China's. It's not it's not pointed at adults, obviously, but I mean, you're not restricting adults, but they still apparently have widespread gaming addiction issues. Uh, And I don't feel like that's always in children. No, no. So. It went uh, hard and calling it spiritual opium, though. You like that? I mean, that's (laughs) a freaking. It went real hard. Who pulled out that metaphor? That's freaking great. They took it back, though. Oh, we can't say that. Yeah. Whoever wrote that, I mean, they were on there. They were on spitting fire that day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I give them that. I think we can. I must have been personal. <laughs> yeah, no. <he's>, somebody <laughs> in the family or something was affected yeah. by this. <laughs> yeah. Spiritual Tommy. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the boy I told you about that spiritual opium. <laughs> yeah. Why they got a. Southern accents in China that nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> what did they say? Eight o'clock. What is that? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got dang old there. Nine o'clock. Yeah, eight, nine o'clock. You don't know that phone. But you're totally right. I think this should be regulated in household, you know, families, parents regulating this uh, in their own manner. I mean, they even got routers now. You can limit online capabilities and access and stuff like that. Like, there's oh, there's so many ways where government doesn't have to get involved in controlling your children's lives because I think that's a that's a bit ridiculous, let's be honest. Uh, you should be able to maintain this on your own your own level, I think. Yeah, you're overstepping those uh, yeah. boundaries, which I guess in some cases... Uh, you know, it, it makes some sense, but never, I, I don't agree with this one. Having that control over it. No, no. I mean, they didn't just step on your toes. They just grinded their heel all in them freaking things. Just, <laughs> it's all over it. It's like, you're getting, you ain't your, even got <laughs> shoes anymore. No, they just ripped the freaking, yeah, the toes right off them things. I don't believe in this. I think it's a step too far, even for China. I think that's a step too far for their government, even though how they run things. Obviously, it's acceptable conditions over there, but uh, I don't believe that this will. F- I don't think this will correct the problem. Now, this will only generate more people doing more shady things, eh, even though they're not playing online. I mean, there's so many ways to, to fudge that. Anyways, uh, they can play with a VPN service, or there, I mean, there's so many ways to make it so your IP isn't the one getting pinged for whatever the China thing is and how they regulate it. Right. Which, Which is, is typically be. what uh, a lot of a lot of players do. Mobile ones on the uh, some of the games, like you can even see some of the higher rank ones are usually like I, I guarantee using some kind of VPN. The amount yeah. of time that you have to play in, if it's being regulated in general, plus most games with 
uh, what would you say, loot box style mm, sure. um, uh, rewards and, and gambling. Because China's, I think China was the one that actually started the big craze on banning the uh, loot box style anyway. Mm. games with it. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's, well, you know, Tencent's a huge company now, actually. And they, they've been buying up, trying to buy other companies and where they're a Chinese heritage. You know, and a, lot, a lot of, you know, worry comes from that, like how, the, you know, the Chinese government stuff can regulate stuff. And it's like, you know, we don't want, you know, nothing against China and how they do things. But you also don't want their their tech and influences, uh, you know, affecting people overseas either. Because, I mean, they have full control of a lot of these applications and games as well. And a lot of your private information and stuff that you submit on these these apps and games or whatever it is you may be downloading, you know, that gets sent directly back to the, you know, Chinese government, technically, because they own uh, and regulate a lot of these companies. Sure. So that's another worrisome thing. Uh, but now, I guess this is where the, you know, we talked a little about the addiction part, but do you think that this, this could potentially hurt... Uh, game sales and stuff like that overseas for companies like PlayStation where their headquarters is in Japan and um, Nintendo and, and games like that that are played online. Um, do you think that's going to affect the, any business over there? Uh, it could possibly be in, I mean, China's, what are they, the largest population or like country or is it? I think. Yeah. It's either way. It's very, very large. So you're gonna <laughs> very you're gonna take large, a chunk of, <laughs> full of people. You're gonna take a chunk out of that. Um, yeah, your time from them. I mean, yeah, it just it starts touching into the boundary like that. If they're doing it, then another country can be like, you know what, we're gonna do that. We're gonna limit know. it in two days. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's a start. Like, do I think that would happen uh, over here? No. Oh no! There's no uh, way that would ever happen. <laughs> but but some of the other countries and uh, some of the other smaller countries, it could be a possible thing. Yeah, I wouldn't want to see that though. I, I still don't no. think that's going to be beneficial. Like, I don't. I mean, they're just going to play. I mean, it's strictly. I don't. Well, not it is strictly say, but it says it doesn't. They don't know if it's going to directly affect like non-online games. And like, how do you even regulate that in a sense that would work, anyways? Uh, like, if I'm playing, if I'm sitting over here playing. I don't know, freaking whatever, whatever. What's offline? Every game that I own, basically. Every every. Game. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, if you're playing like um, a single player title, and how do they, how do they know? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. How do they shut down your service for for that or make it? it it's a weird thing, like how they could end up regulating it in different ways, putting some kind of lock on it. On I, I don't know. It just I don't agree with it. I mean, they wouldn't even know who's playing, though. I mean, they just know a console is on longer than it should be in this house. Right. But that could be an adult. I mean, I don't know. It's really in the gray, and I'm not uh, not understanding how it's going to work. But maybe they already got, like, some kind of system in, in place that, uh, you know, was already kind of enforcing something. I don't know. Not sure. But no, not on board. No, I'm not liking it. For their sake, anyways. Yeah. It's a really downer for them in hopes that that gets better. I, I'm assuming the, the mobile games are a lot larger over there. Right. Um, 
just in that sense. But like you said, I mean, it just promotes more use of VPNs and yeah, no, there's definitely ways around it. And you know, people second, are going to take second phones. Oh yeah, very true. Second phones. I mean, you could all, you know, you know people are going to find different ways and they're going to do what they're going to do. I mean, Nintendo does Nintendo for years, and, you know, they, they, and they're based upon there. So, you know, they're going to. Good. Oh no, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying now. I was thinking of the man when Pokemon Go came out. Did he had like what was it twelve or fifteen phones hooked up to his bike? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Just makes me think of that, you know. And he was playing, basically using all those to be able to send to himself the good ones. Yep. Yeah, that was a wild contraption that that guy had uh, crafted up. Smart. No, it's good. I couldn't afford the amount of phones he owned, but no, he's just, he was truly in it to catch them all, though. Yeah, he was catching them all. Yeah, I wonder if they came out with this regulation due to the fact that the Vita store is closed now. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How dare them? <laughs> yeah, or no, anyway, you need to play games now. I guess we can't buy any Vita games. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I don't know uh, what they're doing there. I do like that once you turn 13, you gain an extra hour. <laughs> you big boy status then. Yeah, you got that two hours. <laughs> yeah, two hours. Nine to or eight to ten. I'm sorry, that's an unrealistic time. Yeah. An hour. Like, I'm not going to waste my time with an hour. I'm just not going to even play it. Like, what are you doing for now? Like, time you load the like, when did your time start? Like, you don't load the game and that it's like it starts then, or is it like after the first cutscene, or or what? Like, like, how does it work? No, I'm <laughs> assuming right at that time it, it takes off a block that lets you access the game. Yeah, and probably as soon as nine o'clock hits, it shuts it down. Oh, that'd be a bummer. Mm, that's you what I'm assuming. You don't even have to control. Like, you're not you're not regulating it. You're like, it's not an honor system. <laughs> like it's, it's telling you you know what I mean nah too bad you didn't save Mm-mm. tough luck yeah keep that app open or right now it's going to close it for you oh my god what yeah, we gonna how are we going to how are we going to do this just going to have a sad face pop up you, you know, you'll never be able to play the, the new Marvel phone game because it freaking <laughs> takes an hour to get to the part where you save the game <laughs> just let's see you again tomorrow with a countdown timer yeah Oh, boy, I can't wait to play this first mission again today. And that's only on weekends. Yeah, Friday, so Saturday. Limited. Yeah, you don't even get to experience any of that. On the weekdays, it's all for studies, I assume. Uh. I don't know. I'm kind of bitter about it. I'm not, you know, I feel bad for the citizens that have to live under like a strict regiment as such but for that yeah i mean american oh americans <laughs> chug beer play games all day and in order fast food delivered to our that's house what they do yeah we do be doing that we do we do be doing that <laughs> sloppy americans <laughs> it's nice shooting guns and throwing horseshoes in the backyard yeah <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah, that's all I got uh, for this, uh, this here segment. I'm uh, with you. 
Oh, oh, I guess uh, I briefly talked to you about it, but I, I did finally complete Immortals. It was a splendid experience. Yes. One it, of us beats up. <laughs> one of us beat a game. <laughs> and, it, and it was a Ubisoft game. Good for you. I know. That's, that's, you deserve something. You know, if it was a massive stress relief uh, just walking by things and not collecting them. It was, it was, it was fantastic. Uh, I would recommend it to anybody playing any any Ubisoft game. <laughs> to just say no sometimes. Yeah, just don't just don't walk over there. You don't have to walk over there and do the thing. You can just walk past it. And it, it just works out. And I beat the game and rolled. You know what? There wasn't even credits at the end. I could come to think of it, they didn't even make me watch them because <laughs> they probably figured nobody's gonna ever get there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thought you collect all the things. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, but it, yeah, no, that's that. You know, I've never done that in a game before and intentionally not collected everything that was in my vicinity because it, it just irks me in a weird way that I feel like I need to go do the thing. But I didn't do that. And, you know, I completed the game and it was it was a good time. I do say. Yeah, it's a large stress thing. Thinking. I mean, you probably still were thinking about it two missions later. Yeah, gosh, I should, I, should, I should go back like like a thousand meters and get that one thing. Yeah, I could fly over there real quick. Just real quick. <laughs> Collect the thing. <laughs> yeah, subscribe it real, real quick. Like. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, eventually once I got clear in some of them areas and, and now I did start like this in the beginning of the game. I, I did start trying to 100% every area I walked in and it was cumbersome. It was a lot of stuff and there's a lot of stuff in, in Mortals that you just, you just don't have to do it. Let's just be honest. You don't have to do anything in Mortals. Except for collect. Yeah. You have to collect. The only things you need are there's crystal things to upgrade your health. And you need the lightning bolts to upgrade your stamina. Yeah. Everything else for that point is it is it is definitely up to you. Because uh, the game will walk you through and get you collecting enough stuff to upgrade your guy along the way. Just playing story. Not going to complete that one, and I'm happy to say that. <laughs> not 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 platinum in that game. But as for the no, story, not, not going to do that one. It, no, it was a good story, and <laughs> I, I enjoyed what it offered me. And I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> That's it. And you might visit the DLC. It might it's very visit questionable it. at the moment. Bought very it, question. so you got it. <laughs> but it's questionable. Got it at a steal, sir. It was a steal, and it was it was. I, yeah, I don't know. It was it was it, you know small it's premium kind of to pay for something I might might probably not play. You know what I mean? I can't say <laughs> I did the same thing. <laughs> you got it. And I was like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> but the, the the ghost itch is 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 still it's there, man. It's strong and it's getting it's getting itchier. It's getting itchier. And I might have to go do that do the thing over there on Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, I'll man. be doing that as well after Horizon. There you go. Oh, no, I don't know. Horizon's going to be one of the ones that's going to be hard to... Uh, you're going to be overdosing on the same, the same thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll do it. <laughs> you say it. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get in there like, I don't want to ride this horse. I already rode a horse. Yeah, I've rode a horse. <laughs> I'm not going to shoot the bow ever. Yeah, I don't want to use the bow. I just, I just played 30 hours of using a bow. I don't want to do it again. <laughs> I'm bowing it up all the time. That's what kills me. That's what actually really breaks my spirit. I forget I have a spear in that game. Oh yeah, you don't need that. <laughs> you right? 
You shoot them in the eyes, man. Aim for the eyes. Aim for, for the shiny bits. Yeah, whatever's sparkly and red. <laughs> you get really good at aiming at that game. Either that or the, the aim assist or whatever is built into the game works really well. Because I, I thought I was like freaking like phase clan status at the end of that game. I know. I'm a way better shot in this <laughs> than I am in any other shooter. So I don't know. Is this the game or if I just got really good by the end at hitting that, that sweet spot? Over there sniping out some eyes from like across, across the map, 100 meters away. Yeah. yeah. You're over there sliding around, slow-mo shooting stuff in the face. Yeah. It's good. Good game. I don't know. I, at the end of that game, I was like, this is not even that hard. <laughs> so oh, it's just like eighteen of these things attacking me. Oh, that's cool. I'm just gonna shoot them all in the in the in their in their eyes, in like a couple seconds, and they're all dead. Like the the one like the main thing that attacked. What's the what's the raptor like little small raptor thing? What do they call it? I can't think of their names. The watchers is over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, those. Yeah, and you can shoot. You can one shot those. Uh, pretty pretty early on. Yeah, you got to make sure you hit them or they'll uh, they get angry. Yeah. Somersault your face. Yeah, they get super angry. Real hard. Yeah, you got to tickle them just right in the eye. And uh, they, they lay down taking that. I yeah. realize I've been playing it on a uh, hard because I hate myself clearly. And they'll uh, they one shotted me a lot early on. Yeah, you got to get through that beginning. The, the beginning of that game is that's the hardest part, I think, of uh, getting through. Uh, once you do the like the trials thing and they finally open the world up and let you kind of like get your feet wet a little bit, you know, see what mm-hmm. the world's about, it gets interesting. But it don't really get it like it, it really attaches you like halfway through that game when you start to discover like why is there robotic dinosaurs in the <laughs> yeah. world and why are they so angry at me for walking on their grass? And uh, they they finally start to tell you the story behind that, and that's really where it's like. They, I'm fully, I'm fully committed now. Yeah, I'm definitely starting to like it. Where are you at? Uh, like, so far in your playthrough. Um, where am I at? I think that I'm heading to the. What's that city called? Merid, Meridian. Mm. To talk to somebody. One, yeah, go yeah, talk to somebody. The, I think that's like my next main mission. Gotcha. I think I'm level twenty. I don't remember what I beat it at. It's. I just did. Oh, what did I do? I got. I went and opened the. I, I killed the things at the border so the Kajra would open up the gates so you could pass through. Mm, gotcha. And then start doing missions for them. And I think I'm like on the way to go to the next place, which is like the big city. I wanted to say it's the one that they tell you in the beginning. The guy's like, oh, if you're ever in this city, look me yeah. up. The guy with the, the focus on his ear. The, yeah. The, the the white uh, soldier looking guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I the think mo- I'm headed to like that city. Yeah, I got you now. Gotcha. You got a yeah, good, good I'm, bit. I'm left. in the works. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I've I've been running around a lot, getting my my stuff beat in. You collecting collecting some stuffs. <laughs> yeah, going in places. I'm like, oh, while well, I'm here, I'll do this. There's a way to access a special outfit in that game. Uh, that's extremely helpful. Uh, you can unlock. I'm not going to tell you anything else. Thanks. But I, but, I th- but I think uh, I want to say 
it has like a shield or something in it built into it. Mm. Okay. And it's, it does something really nice. But yeah, you got to do, you got to collect something. I found the place that had some kind of armor, but I couldn't get to it yet until I get to a certain level because I need to find something special for it, I want to say. I want to say that's down in like a bunker. It's in a hole, right? You go down yeah. in a, like a cavern hole. And, uh, yep. Yeah, and it's just, there's armor in there. Yeah, that's a really good armor. Yeah. You're probably going to want that. My, my go back mission. I'll go back there after I find it. But I don't remember what the thing was you had to collect, but it wasn't, I don't think it was easy to get. Some kind of coil, I think it said. Is it something to get the doors open or yes. power the yes. system? Yeah, you needed like two of them or something. But those those are items that you can you gotta I think you gotta get them on story missions. Like so you gotta keep your eyes like open for them. I that, imagine so. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if it's passable. Like I don't know if you can like pass it and not get it. Like and go back and get it. I don't know. But you do have to collect those, plug them in, and you get that armor. You're probably gonna want that armor for late game. Because there is some some pretty Pretty nasty guys out there. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying it. I'm, I'm glad you're finally getting around to it. Yeah, it really feels good. It's one that I really wanted to play. Well, I'm giving my PlayStation some use now, finally. I really wasn't doing that as much before, but uh, I, I went ahead and switched rooms with it, and it gives me a mm. better option of playing it in the other room, being able to sit out there. Yeah. Instead of having everything crammed up in one room and I got to sit on either a chair with my head cocked to the side or had to lay halfway off a of bed. <laughs> you well, know, my broke back doesn't really like <laughs> any of those options. Yeah. Well, it's good to hear you're finally coming home, buddy. Back to the, the, <laughs> <laughs> the PlayStation. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, and I did a little Pokemans. Got, yes. that, uh, got that going. I'm gone. I th- did you say you, you didn't beat it. You got the last gym badge, right? Yeah, I went and got my last gym badge, and I have to do that. I keep wanting to say the final road and final elite Vic- four, but I don't remember what they call it. Victory road. Is, is that yeah. still a thing? Or is that I the old ones? So. Gotcha. I didn't look at the map very well when I was playing it. I I, I look at it, and I, I don't understand anything that it shows me. <laughs> What's I all these? <laughs> fast travel until I was like born halfway through the game. Yeah. Can you fast travel, or do you need yeah, to fly? Yeah, you, I mean, you can go click on it and fly there. But do you I don't do think it? you need a bird Pokemon. Huh. I think you could just go on the map and do it. Oh, uh, you know what? That would make sense. Because I think I've done that, and I didn't have a bird Pokemon. You know what? I was stressing over this bird Pokemon, though. I'm telling you. You, really, you were talking about it right before we even started. I was really stressing. I don't have any bird. But I, I, I realized. Bird <laughs> I, I obtained the move fly. And, you know, I really thought. I was like, oh, I got to go. I, I, I was like, man, I don't have a bird Pokemon. <laughs> How am I going to travel and traverse this world without this? And I probably fast traveled to get to where I was. You know, me being retarded. He <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just did it. Not even paid attention. Yeah. I played so many Pokemon games and it was like, I need this fly. I got to have fly. You can't play the game without fly. <laughs> and then I picked it up. Or I think the guy gives it to you. It was very non, you know, it wasn't a thing. Like it used to be a thing to get fly. Now it was like, oh yeah. yeah. A little mission thing. The guy was like, oh, here, yeah, had this fly move. It's cool. You know, I don't need it. Whatever. But it was a TM. It was a TM and not a HM. And uh, that kind of threw me off. I was like, well, it used to be a like a permanent move or a reteachable move. And now it was a TM, a, you know, a training machine, like a regular move. 
I didn't understand. You know, anyway. I had to look at PMs and TRs again when I started playing that. Yeah. Well, they was like, what? What does I, that do? Yeah. Well, the old games, remember, uh, the TMs was a one-time use. Like, mm-hmm. Whatever you train with that move, it's gone forever. <laughs> so if you put if you put some dumb like like yeah, I don't know, really good move on some dumb Pokemon like a Nidoran, you, you gave them freaking something dumb, and you never get that move back. It's gone forever. Nidoran still sucks. And, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't understand. But now you can use a TM as many times as you want, which is cool. And the HMs were the ones that you could use. Uh, as many times as you want it in the pre- in the previous games, but I don't even know if there is HMs anymore or not. It's just TMs. No, it's TMs and TRs. I don't even know what a TR is. I, I think it's the. I think TRs are the ones you can use over. I had to look it up. I think they're the ones you use multiple times. Mm. Yeah, I don't know, but I know you keep them all now. I don't think they go away, or maybe I'm wrong still. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? We will find out because I'll use some one of them good moves. I just got one. It was called Revenge, and that almost annihilated my Pokemon. And I wanted to teach it to somebody, and uh, and now I'm going to put it on some dumb Pokemon I'm going to use twice. I'm never going to see it again. But I think that's all I got for the show. Any final thoughts, comments, or concerns, there, sir? Um, other than you made it very difficult for me to try to think about if I want to buy this collector's edition for Horizon Zero Dawn. Well, I would, you know, smart me would tell you like, hey, see how you feel at the end of Horizon Zero Dawn. And uh, you can make that uh, educated assumption of what you want it. But I don't think you got the time. And uh, you, There's you, no time. <laughs> you, you procrastinated. To the, you put yourself in this situation. Now, Horizon's been out since 2016. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, I'm behind a little bit. <laughs> I don't, you know, I would say like, hey, go buy that because you really liked Horizon. But I don't know how you feel because you you haven't been there yet. I, I think it's going to be yes either way. Yeah, because you just want that big boy elephant statue. We know. I do. I just want to smack it somewhere that's uh, <laughs> it's not going to make sense. Yeah, it's not going to make sense. Put it as a centerpiece <laughs> on the table. On the table, yeah. You drape some, some Halloween decorations around it. Yeah, yeah, you go. Drape some lights on them. Yeah, Christmas time. Just wrap him up with the blinky lights. You wipe him down with your uh, your pumpkin spice uh, <laughs> cleaner every now and again. <laughs> get, him, get him sniffing up real good. Mm. <laughs> He'd probably get angry at that. A tough, uh, tough monster is himself wearing pumpkin spices, insulting on his own. <laughs> Hate that stuff. I'll make sure I uh, I send you an order on Amazon of uh, a whole whole case of it. I'm about to search Amazon for pumpkin spice products to mail to you. <laughs> Put it on reorder. <laughs> you get a, yeah. a new you bottle every month. Get them in. <laughs> uh, this must be mid spring. You're still spraying down pumpkin spice. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, you be sick, sick to your stomach smelling pumpkin spice. I'm thinking about it right now. It's awful. Get you a latte, pumpkin spice okay. latte at the Starbucks. There's so many things. I'm sending you a pumpkin spice candle. Mm. I don't know if I can endeavor in in your lifestyle. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> you ain't got a choice. If I gotta live it, you gonna live it. Uh, take it to, take it to the place of work and burn it on my desk. <laughs> oh man. Pumpkin spice hop tarts. Yeah, you get that out of here. Yeah, me, I can buy some pumpkin spice oil so that person eating the cold cuts can <laughs> yeah, candle. they're gonna get the, the cold cut person's getting the the pumpkin spice candle. <laughs> Imagine that's the aroma just mixed together. Uh uh. uh. Mm. Mix of like onions and sweet spice. Mm. Oh. The 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 farthest they went with the pumpkin spice thing used to be like those. Remember those cookies, like pumpkin spice mm-hmm. cookies, and they had that like they almost like burn your mouth with the spice in them. Yeah. <laughs> they were like uh, like ginger ginger yeah. snaps. Yeah, like a yeah yeah. You got it. Uh, that was like the only thing that was ever like pumpkin spice. But now it's just like we need to make pumpkin spice uh, everything. Oh god, there's a gallon of pumpkin spice hand soap. <laughs> you know where that would go? <laughs> <laughs> right, in your trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know another thing? Another hand soap is the milk and honey one. I cannot stand. Because who was yeah. washing their why, who was washing their hands in milk? Like who's doing that, and why is that a, a satisfying scent? Who said you know what? My hands need to smell like this all the time. Like milk. I want to wash my hands in milk. Please dunk them in. That makes me feel cleansed. It's, it's the fresh smell of milk <laughs> <laughs> on my phalanges. <laughs> just, yeah. Hot summer day, washing your hands down in milk. You know. <laughs> The, the ideas, people, the audacity of individuals to come out with these. Not a fan. <laughs> but I think that would end my, end my rant. Or else we'll be sitting here talking and running on about miscellaneous things for the rest of the night. Mm, I can't agree. agree yep, I can't even words. Yes. <laughs> yes. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for listening. It's been an excellent episode. Glad you could join us on this episode of Legacy Respawn. But don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Legacy Respawn. And you can find us on Patreon.com slash Legacy Respawn where you can support the show. And we always appreciate all your support. And until next time, take care. And please stop pumpkin sizing everything. That's a word. Pumpkin size. Pumpkin